Pro Group Management. Workers' Comp that works for you. Welcome to Nevada Newsmix. On the broadcast day, Alicia Caffarada joins us. She is chair of the Nevada Women's Lobby, and she's here for the whole show on an all-new Nevada Newspapers. Big R is Northern Nevada's number one golden fire wood pellet supplier. More heat, less ash, 100% natural, and no additives. And there's only one place that stocks this many wood pellets, and that's Big R in Sparks, Winnemucca, Fallon, Fernley, and Lovelock. A river of wood pellets at Big R. For 50 years, Nevada Heating has been keeping people comfortable in their home. At Nevada Heating, call the Do It Right guys and get the heat back on today. Call us today and we'll fix it today. That's the Nevada Heating way. Why freeze for days on end when Nevada Heating can get your furnace fixed today? Call us today and we'll fix it today at 323-5585 or schedule us on our website at nevadaheating.com. Save money and take transit. Did you know you can ride the bus all day for less than what it would cost you for a gallon of gas? Plan your trip now by going to rtcwashoe.com. Story County is leading Nevada. Home of the Tahoe Reno Industrial Center, Google, Tesla, Panasonic, and other world-leading companies. Story County provides thousands of tech, advanced manufacturing, and logistics careers for Nevadans. We're diversifying and driving Nevada's economy and generating millions in tax revenue and billions in economic activity across Northern Nevada. Story County is leading Nevada's future. This is Nevada Newsmakers with host Sam Shad, a no-holds-barred political forum. Now, from the Nevada Newsmakers broadcast headquarters, here is Sam Shad. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, it's a pleasure to welcome back to the program Elisa Caffarata. She is chair of the Nevada Women's Lobby. You look a lot less stressed than you were when you were working for Dieter yes. in the, probably the worst possible time that ever happened for them. Yeah. Let me so. ask you about uh, you know, what the state and the federal government really need to do in terms of getting up to speed with technology because their systems in so many cases are so far behind. Yeah, um, what needs to happen, and it's great to be here, uh, what needs to happen is uh, state agencies really need to make the behind the scenes investment. So we have these modernizations like uh, Dieter just rolled out the employer portion of the unemployment program, but for all of those modernizations to work, you have to um, replace a lot of the behind the scenes infrastructure. So when we talk about government agencies still on COBOL, that's because they're still on a mainframe. They still have these databases that are operating with um, 10 and 20 plus year old uh, programming. So, Which is a thousand years in computer time. <laughs> in computer time. time, exactly. So a lot of state agencies like Dieter, uh, Welfare, DMV are getting off the mainframes, they're going into the cloud, they're cleaning up their databases, 
and making that information available for modern applications. And then you'll be able to see sort of more exponential uh, technology upgrades. So that's what has to happen. It's expensive, time-consuming, very complicated work. Uh, but I think a lot of the state agencies are investing in it. And the, the investments from COVID, the ARPA dollars, the infrastructure bill dollars are helping state agencies do that work. Are there enough vendors to cover the need? Um, I, there are you know, half a dozen, a dozen major vendors uh, around the country that are doing this. I think the big challenge now, if you've watched IFC, is to spend the ARPA dollars by the deadline. Um, so that the vendors were definitely stretched then trying to meet that sort of influx of investment. Um, but uh, that's, there, there is the money, there are the vendors, it's just timing and getting it all done. What's, what's the deadline? Time. I think you have to obligate the ARPA dollars by this year and you have to have them completely spent by t December of 2026. That's my recollection. Wow, crazy. All right, let's talk yeah. about uh, Nevada Women's Lobby. Yeah. Um, how did you end up being the chair of this long-established organization? Um, they, you know, came to me and asked, uh, after I left Eater, they asked me if I would be willing to be the chair, and so it took us a while to get all the pieces together, but uh, I was elected in last October or November. Um, so I, I've been a member f for a long time. I totally support the work that they do and so I was you know pleased to take on this position. Okay so let's start talking so people understand what this is about. Mm -hmm. What are the three main areas that, that you look at? So the Nevada Women's Lobby uh, started 30 years ago really um, there were not a lot of voices at the legislature lobbying on behalf of women, children, families um, so that is how we got our start, and we really focus on issues that affect women and families. So we're looking at economic issues like fair pay. Uh, we're looking at um, issues that relate to strengthening families. Childcare uh, is a top issue. Um, we look at equity in all arenas like health and uh, business. So those are some of the main um, areas, and we also Part of our mission is to help citizen lobbyists learn how to go to the legislature and uh, organize and have their say along with us in the building. How effective are citizen lobbyists? Because they haven't, you know, now you're offering training, but for the most part, they go in there with high hopes, but how much attention do the legislators really pay to them? I think that they make a really significant difference uh, because they share the you know first-person stories of of the impact of the policies. So there's a lot of laws. There's a lot of technical elements. Some of the healthcare stuff I've worked on over the years. You know, once you start talking about health and insurance, it gets real technical. But then the citizen lobbyist comes in and says, "This is what happened to my family." We couldn't get insurance or I couldn't get birth control or you know whatever the case may be um, and that helps legislators really understand the impact of what they're doing for Nevada families and uh, it helps them make uh, I think better choices when they when they really hear how these laws affect people in their daily lives. Um, you talk about fair pay mm -hmm. at this point in time um, when we have so many job openings 
and so few people to fill them. Um, is pay equity still as big an issue as it was, say, 20 years ago? It's not as big an issue as it was 20 years ago, but it is still, uh, it is still definitely an issue. And uh, one of the things that the data tells us is that it's, you know, you won't find two people who have the same job title getting hugely disparate pay. I mean, it's generally that has caught up in a lot of ways. But what you will find is uh, in large organizations, you'll find secretaries and executive assistants. And the secretaries tend to be women, the executive assistants tend to be men. Even though the duties are largely the same, the pay is not the same. Same with uh, housekeeping versus janitorial staff. So that's where you kind of start to see these inequities. And they really are at a level where they impact people you know, hugely because they're at the lower end of the uh, wage scale. So it makes a significant difference. And then you add in you know, more women, single family or single parent homes are headed by women and uh, a lifetime of being a little bit behind then makes it harder to retire. It's just, uh, it's still a systemic issue. Um, it would seem that the, the culinary deal that they struck recently um, uh, is, is huge for a lot of the people in the situation you're describing, especially in Southern Nevada. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, unions are definitely a um, force for increased uh, wages, uh, better working conditions, uh, and there, there is a large um, <clears throat> union presence in Las Vegas, so that has made a difference in Las Vegas. And it's one of the reasons Nevada's pay gap has always been a little less than most states, um, but it still, it still is there. And uh, we still, you talk about you know, the participation in the labor force, Women are still having a hard time. Uh, they haven't fully recovered their uh, sort of levels of participation because of the childcare issues or other uh, healthcare issues, relative uh, caregiving for relatives. Um, the head of MGM, Bill Hornbuckle, um, in uh, the quarterly report uh, that came out last week, uh, was talking about um, you know profits are not going to be as great because of you know the culinary's deal. Um, and therefore increase wage costs. Um, and, and I think that's something that people don't really understand. When they look at the economy, and you know, I'm bringing in the, the, the federal elections now, uh, you know, the Biden plan is not seen as being effective, even though in a lot of ways it has been very effective economically, because people go to the grocery store and the cost of a package of bacon is you know 30 40 percent higher than it was um you know it, it's very difficult for people to understand that if you're going to increase people's wages then you're going to pay somewhere else because corporations don't pay they pass on the costs i i i think the all of the economic levers are pretty complicated to track down um you know corporations have been making pretty healthy profits for quite a bit now and so there, uh, I was just listening to a story about how they can't just, corporations can't just raise prices anymore uh, without regard to losing customers. So um, it, it's, those days for corporations are not here anymore. Um, but, and I think you're right that 
you know, individual families, they, they are not tracking, you know, the stock market or, you know, sort of the macro uh, economic indicators of how successful economic policy is. They're going to the grocery store and seeing what's happened. And it's kind of a mixed, uh, mixed bag at the grocery store. Some prices are coming down, but those prices that are higher still really stick out to you. So I'm, I'm figuring, you know, honestly, I, I do the grocery shopping at our house uh -huh. and I'm paying 30% higher than I was a couple of years ago. And, I, and I'm not blaming anybody in particular. I mean, it's right. just that, you know, between the supply chain issues and then workers getting raises, you know, that that is part of, of how the economy works is you raise up the costs, it has to go somewhere. And if corporations don't raise their rates, then they'll either go out of business or they're going to have a lot of very unhappy shareholders. Well, I... Um, although, you know, Walmart just had a story saying that they're lowering their prices because they, they finally can and people were buying less. And so that it's a, you know, it's an interesting balance. Um, but I don't think that paying women and uh, people fair wages is really going to be detrimental to the economy because, uh, you know, once you pay people living wage, then they can take care of their family and you don't have to subsidize, you know, workers at some of these companies with food stamps. And so I think pay equity and living wages is something that's worth advocating for. Oh, sure. Uh, in any case. Uh, and and, it, and it's, it is shocking sometimes to see uh, major corporations whose pay scale in Nevada um, means that their employees, or at least a portion of their employees, are collecting um, some of these benefits that you would be surprised because of how successful these corporations are. Right. Let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll talk about childcare because okay. that is a big deal. We'll be, right, <laughs> we'll be right back after this timeout. As you know, Reno is booming. Toll's development company is helping it grow with insightful design and development, building community with every project, adding beauty, adding excitement, emphasizing our shared humanity. Reno is becoming bigger. Toll's development is helping it become better, more livable, more enjoyable. To learn more, go to tollsdevelopment.com. Tollsdevelopment.com. Retail's impact on Nevada's economy? Enormous. 8,600 businesses, large and small, employing 145,000 workers. And last fiscal year, retail paid tax on nearly $60 billion in sales. We're the Retail Association of Nevada. We support retail, we help it grow, and we mean business. R-A-N-N-V dot org. Pro Group Management specializes in providing industries with the necessary components to satisfy and exceed workers' comp requirements. Every business has unique needs and specific regulations. Pro Group Management stays ahead of the curve, providing up-to-date services to keep your industry in top form. Discover how we simplify your tasks, improve efficiency, and reduce expense to keep you moving in a positive direction. Pro Group Management, workers' comp that works for you. Early in the morning or throughout the night, professional truck drivers are on the job, serving you safely moving freight that's crucial to our economy. From the oldest industries to our newest innovators, 
From the exotic to the everyday, trucks are everywhere, moving everything. Never afraid to embrace a future that makes Nevada and our nation stronger. Trucking moves America forward. This is Nevada Newsmakers. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we continue our conversation with Elisa Cafferata. She's the chair of the Nevada Women's Lobby. Um, and you had brought up earlier one of the key issues that you deal with is childcare. And we've talked about this on this program a lot over the last several years, which is that, especially if you have more than one kid, but even if you only have one kid, that the cost of childcare balanced against how much you can make, mm -hmm. the, the inequity there is insane. And you know, what, what is your big picture solution to this? Um, yeah, I, I mean, to give folks an appreciation of the impact, when my kids got out of childcare, that was, that freed up a car payment a month. And now it's a minimum of a mortgage payment. That's, that's how much the, the cost has gone up. So most of us can't afford two mortgage payments. Um, so it's a really difficult uh, challenge. Part of it is uh, quantity of providers just out there. There's a lot more competition because we've lost a lot of the, um, what are called friend and family, the small, you know, someone's raising their own children, they decide to have three, four, five, six other kids. Uh, those have really um, dropped the number of those kind of daycare situations or childcare situations. Are those situations. even legal? They are legal. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's a process for getting licensed, and um, and of course it also happens without being licensed. But in the licensed realm, we've seen a huge drop in in those, um, and I think part of it is just the cost to operate, um, and interest in doing that. Um, so that's one issue, and part of it is also just the the ratios in the childcare setting. Um, make it expensive to operate childcare. And um, if you think about sort of, we wouldn't expect the parents of a first grade classroom to bear the full cost of the building and the maintenance and the instructor, and, but that's what we do in childcare. We don't subsidize that in any way. We're one of the few industrialized countries that doesn't invest in early childhood education. So that's- But don't, but don't we do it through our investment in the school system? Because it seems like, you know, schools are asked to do more and more of these kind of things, and they may be called different programs, but, but that's essentially what they are. Um, but not down to the youngest levels, yes. So we have, we have done some more pre-K stuff in Nevada. Um, so my super big picture solution is uh, a year of maternity and paternity leave or parental leave of some kind that's covered by some uh, you know, combination of tax incentives and employers kicking in. So that covers the first year of care and then uh, universal kindergarten in the school system and then you only have a couple of years of early childhood education that you have to cover. So if we could just make that uh, number of years that we have to invest and the parents have to cover that cost, that would make a significant difference for families. Uh, the question that immediately pops into my mind being a small business owner is small businesses, you know, would have such an incredibly difficult time if you had employees who were suddenly, you know, whether with pay or not, uh, given a year off, 
to, to do this. And I mean, I'm not saying that it's not a worthwhile investment, but it's just businesses would have a hard time surviving, especially if they had three or four employees who were giving birth in that, that time frame. Right. I, you know, I, I get that it's a completely different sort of economic investment and model, um, but investing in families uh, is actually good for the economy. And, uh, you know, the more, especially those first three years are critical for children's development. And again, we're the only industrialized country that doesn't invest in our kids this way. And we, we pay for it in so many ways throughout their lifetime and, and in our economy. And so if you really want to um, unleash the uh, economic contributions that women can make, uh, especially when they have young children, you, you have to provide the support system for them. And I, and I think that you would see a net positive to our economy. Well, we certainly need more people working uh, because, and especially in a state like Nevada, um, we never have enough good people for all the jobs that are open. Mm -hmm. And so anybody who wants to work their butt off can have two, three or more jobs um, because they're needed. Um, so certainly from a workforce point that, that, that that makes a lot of sense. But like with everything else in the state of Nevada, it's a question of dollars. Right. So let's take another break and we'll be right back after this timeout. What do you count on? You count on your power every day. At NV Energy, we've always powered what's important to you, but we're not looking at the past. We're focused on the future. While our standards are high, our rates will remain low. And our commitment to renewables isn't just meeting standards, but leading the way. Because you can count on more than just your power. You can count on the company who brings it to you. That's our promise. You can count on it. The Nevada Builders Alliance has been protecting the interests of the construction industry for over 50 years. Our programs save members thousands of dollars every year and allow them to provide much needed benefits to their employees. Our industry also allows Nevada to grow. If you're thinking about a career in the construction industry, reach out. And if you haven't thought of a career in construction, what are you waiting for? We are the Nevada Builders Alliance. Imagine a magical garden that feeds Carson City's hungry and homeless, teaches our high school students agriculture, creates hanging floral displays to beautify downtown, and yet charges nothing. It's not magic. It's the Greenhouse Project. It's real, it's growing, and it needs your help. Go online to carsoncitygreenhouse.org so together we can grow it forward. Modern boutique Ahern Hotel and Event Center sits at the heart of the Las Vegas Strip. Two floors of meeting and event space are ideal for groups and conventions. Stay in one of 200 luxurious rooms and suites. Brand your event throughout the property. Flexible event spaces make for easy planning and personalization. Take over the entire hotel with a full buyout option. This is Nevada Newsmakers. And back on Nevada Newsmakers, we continue our conversation with the chair of the Nevada Women's Lobby, Elisa Cafferata. Um, so, question for you, a riddle. <laughs> what does Taylor Swift, Beyonce, the Barbie movie, and Marlene Lockhart have in common? <laughs> 
They're all uh, amazing powerhouse women. <laughs> okay, great answer, great answer. We talked about uh, uh, the, the Barbie movie and Taylor Swift and Beyonce in our uh, letter to folks letting them know we're doing our gala on April 18th. Uh, this is at the Eldorado. Uh, at the Eldorado, honoring Frankie Sue Del Papa, who is definitely an iconic powerful woman. Former Attorney General of the great state of Nevada. Yes, and um, we talked about what an amazing year 2023 has been for women and you had these just absolutely record-breaking concert tours from uh, Beyonce and Taylor Swift. Uh, you've got the Barbie movie which is one of the highest grossing of all time. Um, and so... Which, and it was a great movie. I watched the movie. It was a great movie. I learned a lot. <laughs> I think we all we all did, and um, it so it just it uh, sort of proved the point that women can be economic powerhouses. And there's some discussion that you know the Taylor Swift and Beyonce tour kept America out of the recession we all thought was coming, uh, and provided that soft landing that we got. Um, and at the so women can achieve at these uh, phenomenal levels, and at the same time we do see these inequities that we need to address in our community and make sure that uh, that economic success and uh, ability to achieve your dreams is, you know, made available to Nevada women and families. Uh, okay, so if state. if people want to get tickets to this, they just go to the website. They can sign yes. up there. Yes, NevadaWomen'sLobby.com. All right. Well, um, and I had to mention Marlene Lockhart just because she's awesome. She, she was our, our lobbyist for many, many years and uh, an iconic and a, amazing woman in her own right. And she was honored at the last gala. Yes. Well, um, and chief of staff to uh, governor and Senator Bryan. Yes. And uh, yes, if you go back through Nevada history, it's been a pretty remarkable career. Yes. That's where we have to leave it. But you know you're always welcome. Thanks. <laughs> And we'll be right back. We're at Tamarack Casino at Nevada Steak with Chef Mike Mahoney. You have fabulous food here. This halibut is extraordinary. The halibut was awesome. It was fun to cook. You get a nice sear on top, and then we base that with a little bit of butter and garlic and herbs and stuff. It's, it's fabulous. It's a lot of butter. It and is. it looks really good, and it tastes even better. I'm trying this, which is the crab cake. You've got this crispy coating on the outside. What is that? Actually, that's cornflakes. Huh? Cornflakes. Really? Yes, sir. It, the crispiness of the cornflake just adds more crispiness to the already, you know, crispy crab cake. It's, it's awesome. It's my favorite. And I'm a crab cake fanatic. Okay, this I just tried for the first time. It's ahi tuna mm -hmm. in a whole different way. Ahi tuna. It's a tuna tartare. It's ground up. Uh, we mix it with a little bit of spicy mayo, a little avocado puree, and our house-made ponzu sauce in there as well. It tastes to me like sushi without the rice. It's, it's got all the flavorings, but it's absolutely delicious. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. All right, ribeye steak. Ribeye steak, classic. Harris Ranch, certified Angus beef. You can't go wrong with a good steak here. Uh, no, and that ribeye is particularly good. Um, again, we tried that earlier. Mm -hmm. It is fabulous. Yeah. The wedge salad. Um, I love a wedge salad that comes with a giant hunk of bacon on it. So you've got healthy and you've got bacon. A little bit of indulgence, wrong? yeah, a little indulge. Uh, what's great about this one is the bacon is cooked fresh to order for every single salad, so it's nice and hot. Folks, you've got to come to Tamarack, the casino in South Reno, 
It is a fabulous place to begin with. It's made even more fabulous by Nevada steak and your great food. Thank you for inviting us. And we will be coming back over and over because I'm in love with this tuna. I'm in love with the crab cake. Well, the ribeye's pretty, well, the halibut. It's all good, folks. Just about everything. Thanks for watching Nevada Newsmakers. You can catch us online 24 hours a day at nevadanewsmakers.com or you can download the podcast wherever you like to get your podcast. We'll see you on the next broadcast.